What's up, everybody? It's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and we're here. I wrote into our notes today, Michelle, that I'm coming off of 10 days of vacation, and I'm fresh as a goddamn daisy. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Is that a real saying, fresh as a daisy? I've never really heard that one before. Oh, okay. Uh, While on vacation and visiting a couple of my friends from college out in LA and San Diego and West Coast generally, we got into a huge debate. Sorry, I can't, yeah, I can't plan this. I don't know. But we got into a huge debate about like little sayings that are pet peeves. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I forget what mine was. There was, it was a really good one, but... Then it doesn't bother you that much, clearly. No, it does. It does. Uh, (laughs) There were a couple thrown around. They're just platitudes. It's like, uh, or little silly sayings like, oh, just throw it on my books. Or uh, boots on the ground. Or, oh, God, I can't remember what mine was. But there's one that really gets me. But fresh as a daisy. Yeah, it's like it's a spring flower. They're fresh and delicious. All right, I never heard that one. Okay. Oh, I know one fresh that I really hate. Fresh as a daisy? You've never heard tell you fresh one? as a daisy? Wait, no, no we're not I'm moving you... on from this. I've never heard fresh as a daisy in my life ever. What? No. Oh my God. Okay, so you tell me yours then. Well, now I'm just thinking, now I'm like looking it up to think of which one. Like, I hate when people say get your ducks in a row. I hate like, yeah, oh. I hate things like that. Crossing uh, T's I... and dotting I's. <laughs> Someone I know used to say, like, when they would get, like, really excited about something, they would be like, we're going to throw the kitchen sink at it. I was like, I literally hate that. Like, don't say that out loud ever again. Throw in the kitchen sink. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. There are so many of these that it is mind-boggling. Well, I guess uh, Fresh as a Daisy clearly does not bother me because I didn't even know it existed. Well, it's cute. It's cute. Fresh as a Daisy. It's, like, not irritating, like boots on the ground or what about like bang for your buck or on the same page are you okay with those i think i the ones that irritate me more are the ones that are two places right the ones that you hear every day in the workplace like uh oh can you go back a slide like can you go back (laughs) wait i got one i got one because i don't understand this one at all we're totally great intro i have no idea what we're even talking about but it's fine there's one Maybe it's a phrase, but also like a proverb. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. What does that phrase mean? I hate it. I don't get it. It's so confusing to me. Just wait to see. And I'm very sorry to all of our D cuties who are listening, but just (laughs) wait and see how many of these in the next week you are now like hypersensitive to. Yeah, apologies in advance. I'm like a walking book of sayings and jargon like what am i saying sometimes i don't know but i just feel envious that you were on a a vacation could you know could we define that word again but uh that i am i am very jealous of your of your vacay time that's Mm. for sure thank you thank you uh it was a great time not that you asked but i'll tell you anyway i had a great time I was in San Diego. I went to SeaWorld. And then I... Did you go to the zoo? Did you go to the San Diego Zoo? I did not go to the zoo. But the reason I didn't go is because it takes at least three to four hours to get around. And I only had like three hours maximum. And then I had to get on a train to LA. So I wasn't... Just walk faster. Just walk faster. I can't even believe you missed it. No, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I made a pact with myself. I only had like two or three days in San Diego. And I made a pact to myself that 
I will go back and see the zoo. But I, instead of the zoo, I went to SeaWorld because I wanted to go to okay. SeaWorld and just see All right. SeaWorld. Yeah. I just wanted to see SeaWorld. Yeah, there you go. Oh, well, congratulations on a Thank vacation. You. It feels very good to hear that word and and know that someone went on a vacation again. I too hope to be dabbling in that very soon. So, what what did I miss the last week or so since we last recorded while I was off gallivanting on the West Coast? What have I missed? I mean, what's up in your you world? Missed, what's up in my world? I mean, look, same old. The, you know, same old. We're up in we're still up in the mountains. The trees are budding, the leaves are coming, and summer is almost upon us. So, you know what? We made it through the winter. Also, I've been watching Game of Thrones. Yes, I know that the the show came out very many years ago. I did not watch it then. So, you know, winter winter is no longer coming. It is absolutely summertime, um, and I feel very excited about that. So, like, wow. Game of Thrones actually helped get me through the winter, basically. Wait. So how far in are you? Is this the first time you're watching Thrones? First time I'm watching it. I am in, we're, we're in the final season and we're like, we have like two more episodes left. Shit's getting crazy. Okay. Well, let's make a bet then. Let's make a bet. What kind of bet? Well, I guess it's not a bet. Do not give anything away. Don't give anything away. The, 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 I can't believe that I hadn't Michelle, had I it won't. spoiled for me since I've, you know, I'm like 10 years late to the game. No, I will never, ever be that person. But in the okay, spirit good. of since this episode is all about the NFL draft and making bets, who's yes. your bet for, what's your bet for the end of the season? I'll leave it at that. Don't make a face though. Don't make don't make any sort of face. I, I will I will face my beer and I won't make a face. Okay. Okay, we're two more episodes left. I think I'm gonna giggle no matter so, what. There's I know, no but reaction. it's so hard because like within the episode, the plot goes back and forth twenty times. That's the point. That's why we're making a live bet on the air. <sighs> okay. In my heart of hearts, I think that Aya ends up killing Cersei because Cersei is on her list and the Dragon Queen takes the Iron Throne because Jon Snow says he doesn't want to be king. That's what I think happens. Okay. You heard it here first or maybe like <laughs> or, three or years ago. <laughs> yeah. Or last. Oh, you heard it here last. <laughs> it might be totally last. I'm watching it last, but... That's what got me through the winter. And so that's, you know, what's new here is the sun shining and uh, it's starting to look like summertime, which feels very exciting to me. Well, I'm glad that you have, you know, things to watch and do. I, too, am watching a show before we get into the episode, but I'm watching The Circle season two. If you. Oh, my God. You watch the trashiest television shows ever. Yeah, exactly. It's the best. (laughs) It's so great. There's a contestant who's from Too Hot to Handle now on The Circle. So they're now crossbreeding their shitty television. I'm loving it. Loving it. And there was a reference on the episode we were watching last night. Uh, I think it was like the penultimate, if not the last episode. And they, one of the, do you know the premise of the show? It's like. Uh, unfortunately, yes, I do. It's a house. It's terrible. Everybody has a persona. They can't talk to each other other than over like instant message. Social slash media. Te- right, yeah, right, social right. media. And, um, and some of them are catfish and some of them are real. Okay, so there was one, just hear me out on this, and then we'll be done. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, we have to be done after this. (laughs) There was one contestant who 
was a catfish. She was playing her husband. Like her profile was her husband and she was playing him behind the scenes. So trying to catfish other people and win the game. And so within the game, they had a segment, if you will, on one episode where they had to do a a trivia. And it's like a roundtable trivia, one person versus the other, one profile versus the next. One of the categories was sports. And so this girl who's oh, pretending to... I'm proud to, of you. You are somehow yes. tying this back to our yes, show. Yes, this They're, is okay, not okay. my normal rant that goes nowhere. This is like <laughs> coming back full circle. Uh, but anyway, so she had to... A, a picture pops up on the screen. This is her sports trivia question. She's like, oh, fuck. I don't know anything sports. Uh, and she had to name... It was the easiest question of all time. And so she had to name the three people on the screen. Three bulls. Oh Who do you think they are? MJ. It, it was like Dennis MJ, Rodman Pippen. and Scotty Pippen. Easiest yeah, okay. question of all time. I'm telling you, Michelle. Before that question, everyone in the entire circle thought this girl was a cat or catfish. That the profile of this guy was not a dude. The second that she got that right, everyone in the house was like, "This guy is actually a guy." <laughs> sexist is that like That's are you not fucking even a kidding question. me oh get out of here i know i thought it was the easiest of all time but i had fun just watching that and you know wasting time but all of that to say uh i'm glad we're both watching silly television and having to do with silly television is today's episode like we watched the draft all of last weekend and we have a lot to talk about as part of our nfl draft recap recap and also NFL power rankings and projections for the season. Hell so. yeah. Hell yeah. You excited first, for it? Yes. But first. But first. While this episode will be heavy into the NFL, because you know that's what we know and love. And Game of We got to get into the huddle. And the huddle is going to touch on some other great things going on in the sports world. Okie dokie. Let's go. Okay, okay, ladies, now let's get information okay michelle so surprise this is actually about shitty tv in the circle we're gonna go through that in the huddle (laughs) just kidding Uh it's the huddle time poor listeners poor listeners uh everybody who's listening should know the drill if you don't we've got a minute on our clock and what is the point of the huddle you ask to go through as many non-football and football like different headlines in the news we have one singular minute on the clock and we're going to get it through as many of these as we can without totally fumbling them um so michelle i have my stopwatch timer thingy on my phone uh it's set to one minute and uh are you ready to be counted down and take that first headline i think i'm ready i'm I'm born ready here we are folks welcome to the circle we've got 60 seconds on the clock in three two one circle go Uh, new york rangers promote chris dreary to president after gm and gm after firing john davidson and jeff gordon super league rebels could face a two-year champions league ban uh, Baltimore Orioles John Means pitches a no-hitter versus the Seattle Mariners, but misses the perfect game with a wild pitch on a strikeout. No! Medina Spirit has won the 147th 
running of the Kentucky Derby. Trainer Bob Baffert has now won a record-breaking seventh Kentucky Derby. Let's go. Uh, Brett Favre says he's not optimistic Aaron Rodgers will pay, play for the Green Bay Packers again. Yikes. Sources say that quarterback Blaine Gabbard is re-signing with the Tampa Bay Bucks on a one-year $2.5 million deal. Uh, Yankee fans destroy the Astros in their midweek showdown. The Knicks agree in principle to a four-year deal with point guard Luca Vildoza, agent says. And we have one second. Let's go. Wow. Look at us. This is a victory dance. Are you jock? It sounds like you're doing jock jams right now. Yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am. I think you kind of are. And and I kind of love that you are. Um, This is meaty. There's some good stuff in here. First of all, looping back around to your Super League coverage from last episode, as we predicted, there might be some hell to pay for yeah. spinning that whole situation up. Yeah, and if you if you don't know what the Super League is, we covered it in last week's huddle or two weeks ago, so go back to our last episode and listen. Uh, but yeah, I would be really interested in what's going on. I mean, I'm constantly seeing soccer headlines. Anytime I'm on Twitter, it's like the one thing that I see constantly. Uh, that's juicy. That's juicy. Very juicy. I feel like the other... Oh, can we just please send John Means some hugs? This poor guy, a no-hitter, and basically yeah. a perfect game. It was a strikeout to end it, and it was a wild pitch. That's I feel all... so bad. That's so bad. Oh, I hate to see it. That hurts. That hurts. <sighs> that hurts. But... It, it felt bad. I wanted to cry a little bit reading that one. That like just does not feel... That does, mm-hmm. does not feel right. And then uh, Blaine Gabbert, congratulations to you. You are the backup to Tom Brady. Hooray for you. I guess I'd take $2.5 million to be the backup to Tom Brady. That's not too bad. No, that doesn't sound bad at all. And, uh, I mean, speaking of Blaine Gabbert, uh, I would be curious for your thoughts on other folks who have kind of cropped into the headlines, maybe not like today necessarily, but this past week or two. Um, There is a rumbling of Julian Edelman coming out of retirement And Tom Brady commented on it saying, like, of course he would come out of retirement because he didn't want to tell Bill that he was going to the Bucs. He's going to retire and then come out of retirement to go to the Bucs. What do you think? The same way, the same way Gronk did. Same way, exactly. They love Tommy. Their their alliance, their their allegiance, I should say, their allegiance is with Tommy. And I mean, Mm -hmm. we'll get into this later in the episode, but almost everywhere unanimously, you know, the power rankings are putting the Bucks at the top. Why? Because they re-signed every single person from the Super Bowl winning team. Like, so yes. if you're Julian Edelman and you've been boys with Tom for as long as you have been, like, maybe that's the way you would do it. So that's a super interesting thing. Uh, this this whole rumblings with Aaron Rodgers, like, yeah. really surprised me. Like, why is the is the going that bad in Green Bay? Like, why is he being all like, well, maybe what's the he, problem? We always talk about how he's an enigma. I mean, he just hosted fucking Yet Jeopardy again. for Christ's sake, and he Yet surprised again. announced his engagement. Like, there's all this shit that just continues to corroborate that he is uh, an enigma in itself. Um, I think he just maybe he's a little annoyed still and i think that's pretty much that's got to be the case if i don't maybe know he's man just, like has he ever or arrogant has he ever like not been taken care of over there like i feel like he, i don't know it just seems very weird like i feel like he's in a good place like 
I mean, the Packers have a great run game, a great defense. They've got, like, arguably the top, if not the top, the top a top three wide receiver. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm just a little confused as to what we're complaining about, Aaron. Well, I think neither here nor there, though, because he won't be in the league for too much longer, even though he's one of the goats. So, uh... We'll see. Neither here nor there, but I would be curious to be a fly on the wall or to be Shailene Woodley. Um, <laughs> last one in in terms of topics and one that we didn't hit on, but I thought was super interesting, is that Tim Tebow asked to try out as a tight end. Did you see that? Headline? I did see that. I did see that. Isn't that I mean, a little weird? Tim, Tim Tebow, I mean, just give it a rest, sir. It's done. We're is done. it not giving you like some serious... Uh, New Orleans Saints vibes. I'm like, I could see this shaking out the same way from like quarterback to tight end to tight end to quarterback. I mean, I, and I don't, I don't know. I'll be interested to see if anyone really gives him the the, the time of day. But uh, you know, outside of outside of football talk, did you watch the Kentucky Derby or were you or were you gallivanting at SeaWorld? I did, Michelle. I watched the Kentucky Derby. Um, I would, I this person I will probably never see again in my life. But this uh, friend of my friend in L.A. Her name was Priyanka. I, I shit you not. She had the most cute little house I've ever seen in my life. She's a lighting designer or something, and it Ooh. looked like you were in a combination of West Elm and Restoration Hardware. All of that to say. She had a Kentucky Derby party. Everyone dressed to theme. The dogs had little jockeys on their backs, like little stuffed jockeys. Stop it. Oh, and we did. Stop. We did. We all got to bet on the horses. Do you want to know who my horses were? I would love to. I would love to know who you bet on because um, we all know how Michelle bets on horses. I literally just picked the names that I think are the coolest. As did I. Um, (laughs) What? kind of direction did you go with your names because i feel like there's an i could maybe guess the names of the horses that you bet on I, you could totally guess i guessed brooklyn strong on brooklyn strong obviously. obviously yeah and then i also bet not as strong on rock rock my world rock i was world. just gonna say that what the yeah, fuck i was just gonna say names. brooklyn strong followed by rock your world i'm not even kidding Yes, hundred. You got it right. Like you could, you and I know each other so well that you could probably look at any horse race and tell me which ones I'm going to bet on because I do it based on the names alone. Hence, why I did not pick Medina Spirit because I didn't think that was a cool or interesting name, and I lost. Neither did I, and uh, <laughs> I don't even know what a Medina is. It's probably, probably a city. You shame on a city? me, though. But, you know, shame on me because. You know, you read this in the headlines, Bob Baffert, seven, you know, seventh Kentucky Derby. I should have done more research. I didn't. You know what I did? I looked at the names and I drank mint juleps. That's Me what too. I did. Me too. I should have put a little more time and effort into it. If I did, I maybe would have put a small bet in on Bob Baffert because that white haired man is always on the screen mm. when his horses are racing. I got to tell you, I did a little bit of research after the fact because I was like, who is this guy who owns medina spirit is that what it's called it's like he's the he's the trainer he's the the trainer trainer. okay all right i don't know what the vernacular is right 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 owner train yeah yeah i would say that in my opinion he and i said this at the party that i was at he looks like chevy chase but with like longer hair but you know like that (laughs) raven white and like yeah 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 yeah. what the fuck okay yeah he looks like chevy chase (laughs) i also wanted to call out his birthday is january 13th so right between yours and mine oh maybe he wants to sponsor tooch fest 
There you Snooch go. Fest, not Tooch Fest. Snooch oh. Fest. I just took the whole thing over. So maybe oh. he wants to. Maybe he wants to sponsor our birthday party next year. Or this podcast, perhaps. And uh, <laughs> he's a Capricorn. So I was kind of like, yeah, he's already a winner. Like, this makes total sense. This guy gives me great vibes. Uh, he also, fun fact, he grew up as a jockey. Like, he himself was a jockey. I didn't look up how tall he is or what his weight is. But he's a oh, jockey. Weird. And he grew up. He wasn't normal. I mean, his lineage is not from horse racing and i feel like that's sort of something that you come into perhaps but his dad was a cattle and chicken raiser guy like he had a he had a farm or whatever you want a ranch i'm sorry ranch a ranch there you go yeah 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 and uh one day they got a couple horses and so this guy bob like hopped on a horse and was racing them in the dirt around the ranch and uh that was for a hundred dollars a day he started jockeying for his first job and today michelle he is worth 30 million dollars let's go way to go bob love you bob all right i guess i gotta change my uh horse betting uh strategy in the future and pick cool names but also bet on the one that bob owns yeah well he also had american pharaoh like he has some of the biggest yeah, yeah, horses yeah. in the game oh, yeah as they say 100 yeah i have no as idea they say <laughs> love good kentucky derby that's the huddle i think we've touched on some really exciting stuff and i mean i'm always i'm always just more excited to get into football It's the off season for football, but we always find ways to talk about football because that's what we do. It's fucking right. Last week we talked about the draft. Now the draft has happened. And it's time for us to just do a little I think we need to give ourselves a little scorecard and uh and see how we did. We're going to run through at least the top 10 picks. We'll talk about some other surprises or our favorite picks. And then I think we should talk a little bit about how we think that's going to actually affect the regular season. A lot of the power rankings have moved up and down based on the draft. We'll talk a little bit through that. Obviously, the power rankings and the draft have fantasy implications, so we'll talk about that. Basically, any excuse for us to talk about football season when they're not playing. Yes, indeed. Okay, so uh, should we start with... Let's start with who we predicted for the draft, right? Like, at least the first five draft picks. So here's the thing. We basically went four for five, go us. We got Trevor Lawrence, number one. Everybody knows this. He went to the Jags. Everybody predicted it, and it happened. So did we. Go us. Go us. Go team. Zach Wilson, number two, another quarterback to the Jets. We also predicted that. Go us. Number three, we went a little awry here. And honestly, we'll talk about this a little bit more because I'm still sort of surprised. You and I basically, we used our draft matchmaker, which we loved. And based on what we thought the 49ers needed between Mac Jones and Trey Lance, we landed on the 49ers taking Mac Jones. That did not happen. Right. The 49ers took QB Trey Lance. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just have to because whatever. This is how I, I, I'm, I'm off scripting. Mac Jones fell all the way to the Patriots with the 15th pick, which honestly is still mind blowing to me that like we were taught, everybody was talking about him being like potentially the third pick. And then all of a sudden he fell all the way to 15 to the Patriots. Like how the fuck did that happen? 
Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. And I I think it's interesting because uh Trey Lance right now is ranked, I think, like if you were to do power rankings based on how he was supposed to get drafted, he was supposed yeah. to get drafted like eleventh, mm, maybe, something like that. Um, which maybe would have made more sense for the Patriots. But I feel like uh, no one in the middle there really was picking up a quarterback. So it may have just I been real luck too. of the draw. Yeah, yeah I, guess it, I, I guess it's that. That's true, too. Like, we talked about in the last episode how, like, the Jags clearly needed a QB. The Jets clearly needed a QB. So did the 49ers. The 49ers had the choice between the two. And then once we got a little, you know, a little later in there, Falcons, ba- Bengals, Dolphins, like – those teams weren't looking for QBs, so they're not gonna they're not gonna take him just because he's available. But um, kind of crazy. We got that one wrong. The draft matchmaker failed us. That's fine. It was still a fun activity. Um, and yeah, Trey Lance went number three to uh, the 49ers. You nailed it with Kyle Pitts, number four tight end to the Falcons. Called that one. And to round it out, we also got Jamar Chase, the wide receiver going to the Bengals. We said give Joey B some fresh blood to throw the ball to and they did it i love that for the Bengals. i'm proud of us i thought that was a really great i mean i think picks one two and three made a lot of sense to me five made a lot of sense to me i'm thrilled for joey b he's got his former teammate back from lsu and they're ready to play together again i still just think that the falcons fucked things up again explain explain who do you think they should have taken you you called that they would take kyle pitts I did. I did. I so think, you called it right. I still feel that, I mean, when we, I still feel like they could have just taken, taken some sort of a O-lineman or someone, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, Listen, you can't go wrong with Kyle Pitts in that four slot. Sure, would a tight end be great to swap in for what's-his-head with the hair? Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but he, you know, their current tight end... I'm blanking on his name. Hayden I don't know. Hayden Hurst. Why. Thank you. Thank you. Hayden Hurst is fine for the moment. Uh, he actually is pretty decent for a portion of the season. But again, I, I just don't think that they need as much help on offense as they do protecting their offense and the O-line or just finding someone on defense that's really, really solid. Uh, either way, I'll take a W for actually calling it. And we'll see how it, we'll see how, the, how it does for them, Cotton. We'll see. We'll see how it does, Cotton. <laughs> uh, I'm proud of us for, uh, for for getting some of these right. Um, and congrats to, obviously, all of the draft picks. But going top five probably feels pretty damn good right now, I would say. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about, because, uh, you know, we always have to talk about our favorite teams. Uh, you know, I talked a little bit about the Pats. Yeah. I think that think that whole dynamic with Cam and now Mac Jones and some of the other offseason moves that they made is going to be really interesting. But how do you feel about your uh, Tennessee Titans first round pick? Uh, I feel okay. I feel okay. Um, no shade to Caleb Farley. I am excited to have a corner on the team. I was fairly, I was pretty fond of Adore Jackson. I thought he was really good, really fast, great team player. Uh, overall just rounded things out quite well. Um, but you know, it's the first round, like whoever you pick up, who's in that first round draft class, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm excited for you. And so long as you you know, don't do anything stupid between now and then. I want to see you in the first game of the season, and I want to see how it pays off. 
it, it, so part of what we're going to talk about here is, you know, how the draft and any and, and other offseason moves, it's, it's naive to think that it's just the draft picks that are going to, you know, change your power rankings. But, you know, based on the draft and other offseason moves, you know, they're, they're looking at your Tennessee Titans. They've moved down a bit. They're looking at them somewhere in like the 20, you know, range, you know, but, but they're also saying they always pick them here and somehow they're always in the playoffs. So like, you know, take it, take it with a grain of salt of, you know, they haven't made huge, huge moves and they should arguably do about the same, you know, they, they did lose some guys here and there, unfortunately, but we'll, we'll see. I, I kind of agree with you. I, I, no shade on uh, picking up a cornerback, but I think they made some other offseason moves that maybe they should have gone a little more offensive. Yeah, it would it would have been nice to see. But that being said, um, speaking of offensive, obviously, Titans, I think, did okay. I'm not thrilled. I'm not upset. It just is what it is. We'll see how it pays off for them. Speaking of offense, um, let's talk about your Patriots and their pickup in the first round of Mac Jones. Yeah, I mean, look, I think between the Mac Jones pickup, you know, in the draft, plus the the slew of other pickups that were made, um, you know, in in the offseason, you know, they're they're moving the Patriots nicely up the power rankings, you know, Doc. Whereas after Tom left and Gronk wasn't there and whatever, they dropped drastically, you know, last season. And and it's not to say that they're going to, like, be great, but this Mac Jones draft pick, you know, definitely bumped them up a few a few slots in the power rankings this year. Well, I, I will say, first of all, I'm shocked, like you said, that he would fall that far, but I was it, I was very surprised. It makes t- it I mean, look at the other people that were picked up between then. I mean, the top ten were the ones we listed. There were three quarterbacks off the bat, which we expected. That's why folks traded up for those slot slots. And then yep wide receiver, wide receiver, uh, tackle, cornerback, cornerback, linebacker, cornerback, quarterback. Uh, oh, no, sorry. That was Titans and Pats, those last two. But you see what I I'm mean, saying? It, uh, yeah, no, I totally see what you're saying. I mean, look, this this bodes really well for the Patriots. Like, we talked about it. They also picked up Hunter Henry. They also picked up Jonu Smith. They also picked up Nelson Algalore. Hopefully, Cam can be better but now mm-hmm. they actually have a you know I get it he's a rookie so still needs to be proven but now there's a backup there that's exciting um with two tight ends you know a great wide receiver you know they 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 re-signed James White you know so mm-hmm. they, they have some run yep. games so it feels like definitely a little bit more uh well-rounded than uh than it did last year and it, it's showing in the in the power rankings right now well can I tell you my favorite part of Mac Jones tell me the memes i love oh, the mac joan joan <laughs> mac jones memes okay so there are two that i would encourage everyone to look up because they're hilarious the first is have you seen him switching hair with trevor lawrence have you seen that <laughs> no i have not holy mackerel mac jones looks like a woman Wait, there was now it's all clicking yes. in my head. I haven't seen that one, but there was the hilarious one of like his photo like for the like pre-draft and Tom's photo from years ago where they both look like total like oh. dweebs like why would you ever That's draft a good one them? Too. 
That's right. I did see that one, and they all were like, Bill Belichick has a type. Yes. That's yes. A, I did yeah, see yeah, those yeah. ones. <laughs> that's a different one, but, like, that one was really good, too, and it was, like, with their bare-chested, like, Tom's really skinny body. Yeah, they look, they look similar. And then... The other one that I really liked is the video of Mac Jones walking out to like accept his draft pick or whatever. And it's juxtaposed like uh, it's like a split screen. The top one is him walking out to get drafted. The bottom one is Bill walking onto the field and like not giving anyone high fives while he's just like wearing his cutoff sweatshirt. <laughs> it's very funny. They're, they've got some similar. It feels It feels familiar, and I think that could be a good thing for the Patriots. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, he fell to them. They they snagged him, and that plus the other offseason moves feels, you know, feels really good for them. I think – you look, when you talk about the top three in the, in the power rankings, there's no surprise here. The Bucks are ranked at number one. We we said this before. They literally re-signed every single person that played on that championship team last year. Does it mean just because it's the same team that you'll have the exact same results? No, but they believe in the results that they saw last season. They believe in the team that they have, and they made every effort to you know to keep every single one of those guys. So you know they're sitting at the top. Alongside the Chiefs, we could talk about Patrick Mahomes all day. We know what he can do. We know what the rest of those guys do. Um, and then, crazily enough, but really cool, you know, the Bills are, are up there in, in the top three. And I'm really excited to see what the Bills do this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bills fans have been talking about how they want to see a winning bill season finally like a real finally bring home obviously everyone wants that but i feel like the bills played for it last year they played hard for it if they continue on that path if they have the same sort of josh allen that they did last year i can't see it going not well for them uh i think it, it definitely takes a year to settle in for most that are not like tom brady in the box but yeah, uh, i mean look, it's promising like- Josh Allen's just going to get better. You know, like they showed so much of the improvements that he made, you know, from one season to the next with the the folks that he's training with. I think you're just going to see him, you know, kind of get better and, and better and, and settle in over there. Um, so it's it's pretty cool to see, you know, them at, at the top. But to you, to your point, Bills fans want like, you know, a real, a real true, um, you know, winning season. Up also in the, you know, in the top five, the Packers. But I think that one's a huge question mark, depending on what happens with Aaron Rodgers. There's Absolutely. no way you're putting the the Packers in top Absolutely. four or top five power rankings if Aaron Rodgers is not playing there. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Uh, I think that one is the as simple as Aaron Rodgers or not. That's really it. So if he sticks around, sure, he can linger in the top five. If not, I... I'll be, yeah, I'll be shocked if they stay up there. Yeah. You know, and then, and then again, like we talked about the 49ers and this Trey Lance pickup, you know, Jimmy G is, is still the quarterback, you know what I mean? And he returns as hopefully someone that's healthy this year, you know, but I think again, having the backup of Trey Lance and having a top three, you know, backup there, God forbid, because we've talked about it in the past last season, Jimmy G is very prone to, you know, he's very prone to injury and, and they didn't really have the, the right setup there without him. And so, you know, hopefully now that they've got Trey Lance, like hopefully Jimmy G can stay healthy. We, we love Jimmy G. We like, we love Greg Kittle. We love that team over there, but now they actually have a solid backup for the future or 
sooner than the future, whatever. Um, but the experts are sort of saying, especially with that Trey Lance, you know, draft pick, that they, again, don't expect to see them in the playoffs necessarily, but their power rankings have gone up really high just in terms of they're building for the future. I, for some reason, though, like, I kind of disagree with some of the rankings that are, like, blasting them up to the top five to fair. ten even. very fair. Like, yeah. I think it's completely contingent in my opinion. Like, sure, Trey Lance, great. Sounds good. But they had, like, an abysmal season. And if you remember, like, this last season, they were my pick to go to the Super Bowl when we picked early <laughs> on right. Draft Queens. Uh, and they could not keep a single player healthy. So part of me is wondering as much as this, I think this season will again be very telling if they can bounce back and not get hurt left and right. They barely had like a franchise running back. It was all by committee. Yeah. And I didn't even know half the time who was playing. So yeah, I think it's a little bullish for my liking, but I, I love being proven wrong. I mean, totally. Like, I, I think at the end of the day, it bodes well for the future of the team. Who knows if that payoff is this year or five years or, or whatnot. Um, but, you know, to to have, like, a, a quality, at least backup quarterback for right now, I think really is them investing in the future. And, I mean, look, you look at all these – the power rankings are one thing, but, you know, there's a lot of fantasy implications here too and things that we'll talk about as it gets closer to fantasy season. But you know what? How many of the wide receivers or tight ends on the Jags are maybe more appealing this year from a fantasy perspective because of Trevor Lawrence? Or you used to maybe avoid the Jets, and I'm not saying that Zach Wilson's going to come in and change everything and they're going to be the best team ever, but maybe some of these pass catchers on the Jets are a little bit more appealing in the future because, you know, because of Zach Wilson. So Maybe Joey B, who we know I already love Joey B, and I'm, I hope that Joey B doesn't. I don't want Joey B to get hurt again, you know. But if Joey B's coming back healthy and he's got his boy, you know, out there as a wide receiver, that has really that has pretty significant fantasy implications, you know. Mm-hmm. So these are the types of things that you know between we've gone through free agency, now we've gone through the draft. Um, before you know it, we'll we'll have the you know the full uh, season schedule, and then we'll really be able to start digging into what this means, you know, from a uh, from a fantasy perspective. But that's the other thing that you need to look at here is like, sure, you could talk about drafting Trevor Lawrence on your fantasy team, but also think about how his play and these other draft picks are gonna maybe up level, maybe not up level the rest of the guys you know that are are surrounding him. That's that's gonna be the thing that's gonna be really interesting. I think it's a good point. And, and as you mentioned, Joey B, uh, I, I do wonder if you have an opinion, and I certainly do, on the biggest losers and the lowest power ranks, I guess, as it stands now. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting. This is It's another one I disagree with, but I would say across the board, uh, your CBSs and uh, SIs of the world and NFLs of the world are all ranking the Bengals pretty low. And I understand why. I understand that Joey B is coming off of knee surgery. I get that. Um, but I think if they can connect, that they'll be really, really solid. Um that being said, I think there are some significant losers, and I would start with the loseriest of them all, who are just the Texans. Like, I don't even know yeah, what's to do right Texans, now. The Texans are in really bad shape. Uh, I, I don't know how this season's going to pan out for them. I still don't think things have been figured out, obviously, with Deshaun you know, Watson. So without him, they didn't have a great draft pick. If he doesn't play... I mean, they're done. They're they're just done. You know, like I just yeah. don't even see how they have a a close to decent, 
you know, season. And then in terms of other losers, I mean, this has nothing to do with the draft, but like the New Orleans Saints are huge losers this year. I mean, Drew Brees leaving is is not good. And I get that you have Jameis Winston. I get that you have Taysom Hill, but neither one of those guys or both of those guys combined are not Drew Brees. So big, you know, big loss there yeah. for, for them in the offseason, which really dropped them down, you know, in the rankings. And I mean, arguably one of the most significant drops is the the Steelers. I mean, there's nothing exciting about the Steelers this year, the way that it felt last year. No, no, I don't think so, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, and I, it feels weird saying that about the Steelers because I know, it, yeah. A lot of these teams, like it's the same. It's the classic case for every season where you see these great teams year after year, but. When you see the Steelers drop 13 spots and the Saints drop 12 spots in the power rankings. It's crazy. You got to note it. You got to note it. It's crazy. I know. Well, when you you talk about Drew Brees and then Ben Roethlisberger in the same sentence, you almost feel like they both should have stopped playing at the same time and Drew left the field and Ben's coming back. Who knows? For all we know, Ben has the best season he's ever had because he's almost done. Like, I don't know. But when you say some of these names, I mean, Tom Brady, too. Look what happened there. Many people think he shouldn't be playing, but he is, and he's winning. So it's, but it is weird to say some of these, you know, veteran guys' names in the same sentence. And one of them's winning Super Bowls, one of them's retiring, and one of them, his team is just slipping away from him. It's it's all very different. Uh, that is the truth. Well, listen, um, I don't know if there's, without talking about every single team in the, in the NFL, which we could do, we could do, <laughs> I think that we should, I mean. I'm, I'm distracting Kate right now because my dog is literally running in here with my Peloton shoe in his mouth, and I am doing my best to not scream at him while we're recording. That's, that's a what really good, I mean, he's he's found really good timing because I think, unless there's any other teams you want to talk about, I think that rounds it out. We've got like the top five. We have the biggest five losers of the of the power rankings after the draft. Anyone else or anything else that you want to talk about? I I don't think so. You're right. So the Peloton in dog's mouth, Peloton shoe in dog's <laughs> mouth happened at the best time ever. But these are the fun things about recording at home, folks. It may sound all great and <laughs> fabulous on the air, but little do you know what I'm dealing with is a dog eating my Peloton shoe in the background. It's not all sunshine and daisies, freshest daisies, no! you know? She brings it all the way back. Well, there will be much more NFL talk as our off-season season continues. But, uh, you know, we're one step closer. Free agency, the draft, soon the full uh, the full season uh, schedule will be out. So we're just we're just edging closer every single every single episode. You know, if you put it that way, we are just about in the middle of the off season. Like we're closer to the season than we are not to the season. So let's go. You let's ready go. to? I'm ready. I'm ready for football. Congratulations to all of the uh, the draft picks. Uh, I I've never paid more attention to it so yes. i'm really uh i'm really excited to see how this unfolds well we as always will have more for you all next week uh two weeks from now so you're hearing this on may 7th on a friday uh tune in two weeks from now we're bi-weekly until august when the season starts up or preseason so as always if you don't follow us on social media we do a lot on there it's great social media so check us out at the draft queens on instagram and at the underscore draft queens on twitter 
and uh, follow us wherever, whether you're listening to this in your earballs right now or you're being referred. If you don't follow us, follow us on any channel, Apple, Spotify, all of them. And with that being said, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. 